Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean, and with me, as always, is the one and the only Frank Jack. Frank, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. All right, today we have a very special guest. You may know her from Survivor, Gilmore Girls, and Weeds, among other endeavors, the great Jessica Sugar Kuiper. Jessica, how are you? Oh, hi, guys. Hey, um, so thank you for doing this. Well, thank you for having me. I don't usually do these because I'm like a weird recluse, but um, let's give it a go. I appreciate your time. So, start from the beginning. How did you get into modeling and how did your career start? Oh, So they, I know they do, um, they do recruiting, right? And then they, I guess, Lynn Spielman or someone from her team found you. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say like maybe half of each season is probably recruit because they need to like go and whatever they need. Right. I don't know how to do it, but they found me on a Twitter calendar for um, a dog therapy called Press, and I was the cover model that year. But they were looking for a girl with a dog for a dinner show, like. season uh your first season vividly i know um so how was it when you first got into gabon what was the scene like for you was it like was it a shell shock at first like the first half of the game I don't know how that happened. I really can't explain things. I, it was kind of like 
was, I was really thinking more like, uh, I don't know, like, I can't remember the word. I was like, whoever puts this stuff where it goes, that is, I was like, okay, well, visually, this is the best, you know, and I just picked this thing, but I'm like, I don't know how it worked out, but I think some sense of being on television already, like, made, made it easier for me, but also maybe my dad was getting me. I don't know. I believe, I believe in some really crazy stuff, so. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a nut, but it's really easy for me to find that <laughs> No, I know, I, I can only imagine the, the change of scenery there, and you know. No, absolutely, and, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it is weird after people die, it does feel like you they kind of pop up in places and kind of guide you down a path. Because uh, it's all about deal making no. and making deals behind doors and whatever. Who were you uh, closest to during your time on that tribe, on the Funk tribe? Who was your, who was like your closest ally out there? Hard to say because um, nobody, I didn't trust anybody, and I didn't trust anybody. I've never been on any tribe for a long time. If you watch the interview, the uh, CBS interview of Trey Devon, I say in it, and it's so weird. I say in it that I like. The man with the bow tie, and the woman, the Spanish woman, is wearing a shirt with her picture. I say that in the interview, and that's who I end up with at the end. Even though I wanted it to be Maddie and Bob, and it was nothing against Susie. Susie's great. It was nothing against her since I kind of promised and kept Maddie with me for a minute. So, but it was just a minute because, like, literally, I was here and there, and and never like on one time for a long time. I didn't feel committed to anybody whatsoever. Right, so you had, so Bob was more like a father figure toward you at the end, or to you toward the end? Right, and, and that is kind of like my F-up brother. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I, I knew that, I didn't really want, I wanted, the reason the fire challenge happened is because I, I knew Maddie had already had a million dollars before it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and so I... I knew that he would not do well with that money, and I knew that Bob would be good things with the money, and I knew that there was no chance in hell that I would win that money. Well, and, uh, and so Susie got herself in there, and so this was Susie. Like, she did what Susie was on a mission. Kenny was similar, right? Kenny was a video game player. Is that why? Is that another reason why you you didn't want to take him toward the end? It was because he was a. Uh, um, uh, like a you know a strategy player or how did how did that come about him leaving that fit? Uh, the whole like choice the switch choice thing that's because they were being such cruel for some reason I don't know why like they knew he was out there so for some reason they like were just being mean to him at the end and uh, and so then I was like uh, I was just kind of going at that point I was putting it in a weird surreal world where I had to say God for a second. Like, I was like, you're not nice. You're not. <laughs> so I was just, and I, it took so long to get out of it. Like, once you're only I was old, we went out of it. We were in the game for like 39 days. 
insane for a year um really i mean it's gonna be hard to stay with someone that's just gonna be with you while you're literally off your rocker for an entire year dude i um married a person i didn't know and and got involved <laughs> in that time and then uh ace came to my aid and drove me and my dog back home to los angeles even though i killed him on the show so <laughs> Right. I mean, I try to keep up with people like we're on Instagram and, and all that, and we talk to each other, Facebook and blah blah blah, and we see what each other is Everybody's totally apart. It's not like I think everybody's really just so close friends, and a lot of big brother and and amazing um, really people, and they're all great. I'm willing to do charity events, but I don't know anybody. I want to keep up with them. I have my own group. Yeah, d- deep relationships aren't, you can't be d- deep in deep relationship with everybody, you know, a deep friendship or anything. No, it's hard, and it's a lot of people. It's a lot of, <laughs> just like, you meet up at these things, we're doing a great charity event. Um, we do it every year, it's called Heart, it's just called Hearts of Reality. It's in August, it's August 8th to the 10th, in Kissimmee, Florida, which is by Orlando. That's my old stopping ground, so I know exactly where that is. Casting process like for your second season compared to the first. Like, how did the second season compare? Oh, well, that's touch, you guys. Okay, you don't have to go there if you don't want to. Well, let me just I'll tell you something. Okay, I already had JT, and uh, we knew each other in a biblical sense. And then um, I, you know, they, I don't know how everybody else went, but they just had me come to do the site touch at the hotel. I didn't have to stay over it. Yeah. <laughs> 
games like that everyone uh, is out to get each other no one can um, really trust anybody fully So yeah, about Gilmore Girls. So, how long were you on uh, on that show? Cast you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so, so that is like, I think it's a completely separate world than uh, Survivor and uh, reality stuff. And then my weird side gig as well, and that's completely different. Uh, there's no weirdos in that world. <laughs> but it's kind of fun to be part of that, but it's mostly because I've done it for a long time and I'm a big metal fan. So it's like, like literally, there's like three separate. you about like your parents like um like weeds you're also on weeds right yeah weeds came after survivor but literally had nothing to do with survivor okay yeah so and, like those were cast these yeah they didn't cast me on weeds because of survivor um that was like a regular casting process producers and, and like literally when you walk into a room and you see survivor and you're You do you do a lot of so you did the reality TV show and you um and you did the TVs and uh, the Marilyn Monroe and you said to focus. What was your fa- What's your favorite? Probably this TV shows. Oh God, yeah, of course. TV 
TV shows, like scripted television shows, and would love to get back in that. I literally took three and a half years off and just got back, um, like, with a manager and on track. Like, I took a, you know, you can, like, take a moment to leave from a bad day if I get. I did a real long leave of absence. And then, uh, and then uh, I just got back, and I'm going... I haven't gone out that much, but I go to straight producers, so I'm still in the game, so, you know. Yeah. You'll see. I'll post about it if I actually book something. I don't think it'll be soon, but it'll probably one day it'll be something. So I'll be like, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to skip the sound of it, because I like comedy. I don't get a drama, but, like, I'm, because I'm too emotional. But uh, I, I have a feeling it's, like, a sitcom that's not particular for day. So because you took that, what you said, three years off, how, how hard is it to keep those contacts that you had before? Um, well, I mean, I moved away and everything. I moved back to Louisiana for a bit. And so, uh, and I had to go to New Orleans and came back. So, um, I was gone for quite a bit. But I told everybody, and then, you know, it's easy to get back with those people to the internet. Like, you know, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy how easy it is to connect with people with Instagram and Twitter. Oh, absolutely. You said you were um, in a- at AlienCon this past weekend, correct? Oh, randomly, yes. <laughs> so, how was that? Um, well, literally, I took a little less than I normally would take for a gig because it was for AlienCon. <laughs> I was kind of dying to go because I um, got to sound like a widow, <laughs> but I do. I'm very into Alien. Sounds like a blast. Here in Gulf Breeze, Florida, this is where the most UFO fight sightings ever have been. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I was surprised too. Some people from Florida at this thing, but this is not that big of an event. Oh my gosh, so I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to Google that when we get off. <laughs> so, do you get a lot of um, bookings for, um, like, for your impersonation, like Marilyn Monroe? Is that, a, is that your um, common thing nowadays? Features and the rest, I can just stay on like a cloud, you know. And it's 
fun to do. It's hard to keep up because, like, her little personality is completely different than mine. Sure. So I really love that. I, I don't like to really usually I do just big decks unless I need money to make like clothing. But I don't do like singing television with anymore. I used to do that when I was a kid. But yeah, I just started back up and I'm working for a couple of different companies. But uh, it's just, it, some of them are really, really fun. It, but it's like I said, it's a completely different world because like you're working with some real weirdos. <laughs> of three different of really three different worlds Influences in your career? Like dark comedy is like what um, exactly? So, <laughs> and it's hard, to, it's hard to keep up for 
more than a, a couple of hours. Like, I hate it. I heard, like, yesterday's gig at uh, Area of God on Sunday. Like, I just kind of, like, got to talk to people because they were really trying to get a song doing their stuff for their little night. And so I had to, like, go pay out. I'm going to try to be one. Let me tell you, Area people are super nice. They're, like, the nicest people. They might be my favorite, even though they're going to let me because I said it's Really? Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. That makes sense. There's lots of other types of people that I like too, but. Yeah. My alien people are the best. What? Alien or lesbian people? <laughs> <laughs> well, both. But. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of people in general. Yeah. But the things that are going on right now, it's like hard to love all of mankind. And it's really hard to like love America right now. I mean, I don't want to get too deep and heavy, but oh, I'm really not a fan of what's going on right now. So if you follow my Twitter, don't do it. I feel like a deep south, you know, white vegan <laughs> kind of person. You will not like it. Yeah, well, I know it's Pride Month, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that, I know that's that's huge right now, going on with parades and stuff. There's a lot of parades right now nationally. LGBTQ parades this month. Yeah. That's fine, man. Everybody, all the different cities and towns are doing it on different days. I think the uh, biggest one I ever saw personally was uh, Southern Decadence in uh, New Orleans. I ended up there on accident. Oh, you went to it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Oh, awesome. I bet it was fun. It was definitely different. It was, it was interesting to see people from a lot of uh, different um, walks of life. Because um, you see, you know, you see, lots, you see lots of different things you don't see normally. Like, I mean, there was a lot of... Um, Transgender people walking around top of things you just don't see normally <laughs> other places. So it was definitely um, an experience. Well, if you're not used to it, that's not a thing. It's going to be an experience in anything. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of really fun things to hang out too, but yeah, you can see a lot of weird stuff in the world, but they don't have to be quite fun. <laughs> right. The most interesting thing I thought I saw in New Orleans, they had a um, tarot card reader while she was drinking a, she was drinking a grenade while she was telling you her, your fortune. <laughs> well, she's talking yeah. about fortune. I'm, I'm pretty sure that anything, if, if any of that kind of stuff is real and accurate, they're not really supposed to drink or do anything while they're focusing on your tarot cards. I've done it. I've stopped and have my tarot cards, but it's fine. They're never right. Yeah, I, I don't do that anymore because usually they always tell me the same thing. Go to AA, and I'm I, I don't like that negativity. <laughs> they always tell me to go to AA, so I stopped going. <laughs> so I stopped going to the tarot card readers. That's what they usually tell me. I think it's probably because I'm drunk when I go. How drunk do you have to be for a tarot? I mean, that was just like right on your face. I guess that that's a freebie for them. I guess so. I mean, hey, if you only knew, if you only knew the stuff that Frank Jack does, sugar, he's he's a character. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and Tony 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 uh, for, for, uh, reality in August in Florida. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He was my, he was my, Johnny was my roommate a couple of years ago. And he's yeah. like, the only because he was different Johnny. 
And I was like, okay. for me like you can only go about the same lifestyle so long you can only get thrown out of so many bars before <laughs> you decide to stay home more Sometimes, yeah, sometimes people need a little bit more, um, a little more motivation. Sometimes it's, uh, it's a significant other, it's having kids or something. Sometimes there's something that triggers someone to change. Oh, my God. Well, you know, all through my early 30s, I was ready to change, and I was like, oh, I'm going to change, I'm going to grow up. And then I I did all my partying in my 20s, so once I, you know, once I hit the big 3-0, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop uh, getting wasted and blackout. I think that's, I think I'm done with that. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, occasionally, like, I, you know, if I go out and I'm and my husband is me, I'll, you know, drink, but, uh, and I'm not, a, no, I'm not a, like, go, I don't meet up with all these uh, people from these shows, but very rarely do I attend somebody's birthday or whatever, like, I, I went to the Yeah, it's amazing to have the staying power of the show. It's amazing. society is, yeah, it could be, it could be any time. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I do, I do believe in God. I believe in a higher, sure. you know, I believe in God's love and stuff like that. So, um, anyway, I just feel like things, things are not great these days, and, and I want to try and help things get better, but I can't imagine that they are, because I'm scared, and people are going to scare the crap out of me, so... What's your, uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Okay, well, what's the exact dates for the Hearts of Reality? What, what date is that? Maryland thing for a long term, or is it just see how it goes? That's a really good cause. So you deserve a lot of credit for that, putting in the effort and the time, you know?
Cool. I have, I have one more question. Um, so you said your mother was like really religious, and then at 19 you started playing Maryland? Well, at 17 I moved out of my house. Um, I moved with my boyfriend who just graduated college. I had just graduated high school. And um, moved to San Francisco for a couple years when he got his MFA at, um, I don't know what he's going to name it. It was from college. <laughs> he got his MFA. And, um, and then we moved down to Los Angeles. I got with William Morris. It was like the huge thing. It was all time, William Morris. It was a huge thing. And actually, it was the first And I got on a TV show called For Your Love when I was up to. So I didn't go to college because I was on TV when I was like, and if you go to my IMDb, you can see the history and the gap of work when I didn't work. Yeah. Well. You seem to have a really cool life, probably cooler than going to college like I did, you know? I mean, that, this is the, the, the life I actually wanted and, and got it, but, you know, in hindsight, you know, I try and learn as much as I can from, like, science shows, <laughs> but I wish, I wish I had retained more. I, I, you know, graduated with honors a year early, so I, I knew a lot in high school, but, sure. you know, I wish I could retain more of it, and I wish I had more beyond that but you know i i i still get like a sponge whenever i can all right well so <laughs> we thank you for your time uh today well thanks um thanks for shouting out when i actually have something with flag i guess because i know i'm like no i can't talk to people <laughs> well i know your time is uh precious so we appreciate it thank you i can't believe my daughter hasn't come in here she must not be out of cookies <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, okay. Guys, I'm Andrew Bye. Bye. So now for our sensible and cynical thoughts. Yeah, Frank. Um, I guess I'll go first. I mean, I can't help but go, but uh, sensible on this. You know, she seems a really cool um chick, and I uh, you know, I guess envious of her life. You know, I think it's cool that she would come on and take the time to come on our podcast. So you know, she's really cool, and I respect what she's doing with that charity. So that's that's pretty much it. My sensible thought would be, um, again, yeah, she was a she's a great and amazing woman. I mean, just the things she's accomplished in life um, and where she came from and how she did it, it's just amazing, and it's a, it should be an inspiration to everybody. Okay, um, with that, subscribe, you know, all that jazz on iTunes and uh, Frank. I think it's time for our uh, our friends at uh, Teaspoon of Healing. What do you think about that? Absolutely, better stay tuned to hear that. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, host of A Teaspoon of Healing podcast. On my show, people share their healing journeys, and I chat with nutrition, wellness, and Reiki experts. You can find me on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts, or go to my website, teaspoonofhealing.com.